Hey, what's up, Fly Fam? Guys, today we're talking with Karma Ballman, and she has ran her own business for 16 years, transforming it several times to where she is now focusing on helping others get unstuck at work. She helps individuals find fulfillment and satisfaction on their career journey. She has over 15 years experience training in a corporate environment, leading workshops on digital design and providing instructional design services. Karma designed and developed websites for clients for over 20 years. So guys, take notes on this episode. My main piece of advice for you is to make sure that you really get down her six steps. And if you have questions about these, DM me on Instagram, you know, email me at bflywithblake at gmail.com or you can find me on Facebook. And guys, part of this episode and part of this journey is always centered around you fulfilling your life's yearnings, making more money in your life, and experiencing more freedom. So if you guys want to inquire about my upcoming workshop, which is on Saturday, April 28th, which we will deep dive on how you can create and live your fly life. Email me about that and so you can get that application and get the details on that event, that workshop, which is going to be phenomenal. So with that said, guys, here is my episode with Karma. Enjoy. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. What's up everybody, it's the fly host you love the most and I'm back with another episode of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. And today guys, I have a wonderful guest that actually found me on Google search, which is really cool because she's from the Denver area. So it's always uh, a fun time when, when different people connect with your work and actually reach out to you. So today's guest is Karma Ballman and Karma, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Blake. That is excellent. You know, that's always <laughs> one of the things I start off with, but just before we get right into it, Karma, tell us, you know, who you are and um, you know, just give us your background and your history. Sure. So right now, I've, I've had kind of a varied career journey and my most recent venture is helping others get unstuck at work. I'm very passionate about, about helping others really 
be in the position they're designed for. So that's my current focus. But the way I got here is kind of a lot of twists and turns throughout my career. I've been in the, I had been in the corporate world for a number of years, realized fairly quickly that wasn't quite, probably quite what I was designed to do. And then took up some other opportunities along the side. I did some, um, became a full-time instructor at a community college, realized I love training others. I love helping others. In the midst of that, the opportunities came up while doing that to actually help the people in my class. I've also done some um, corporate training. So the different students that would cross my path would come back to me at some point later on wondering, how do you? How'd you get into what you're doing? Or can you tell me what I need to learn to, excuse me, to get down to this position or or go on this career path? So I found in the midst of my journey, I love helping others really find what they want to do. And you know, Blake, what really stood out to me when I found you on the Google was the name of your podcast, Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. And that's really what I was doing for these individuals that would come back and ask me, how do I get to where I want to go? Um, What do I need to do? What do I need to learn? Who do I need to talk with? And those kinds of things. So right now I'm focused on really helping others. Um, I call it get get unstuck at work. So really find the position or positions that work for them. Now I really love that because that, that to me is the epitome of what life is about, you know, fulfilling your yearnings. And, and I love how you say, you know, be, in the position that you're designed for. So let's add some some uh, some concreteness to that. What would be an example sure. of of what you're doing to help someone um, find that position that they're designed for? You know the way the way we start the process. I think too often, and and we've all experienced this when we go to a meetup or to to some group or whatever it might be, or even to some family event. The first question we hear, or the first question we may ask others, is, "So, what do you do?" And there's something about that question I really don't like, because what's happening there is, although I haven't come up with a better question at this point, but what's happening there is. Our culture is letting work define who we are. So when I work with individuals, I want to do kind of the opposite of that. Instead of having work define who we who we are, I want to know who they are as individuals and then find the work that aligned with who they are. So we start with discovering who they are. So the first step is, is actually discovering their values, what's important to them. It might be that, say, for example – they're in a season of life where they really have to make a lot of money. So if that's the case, that defines what type of jobs we go after. It may They may be in a season where, you know, I have small kids at home. I want to spend time with my family. So that defines what kind of work and what kind of positions we, we will go after. So it, it starts with who they are and defining their values and what's important to them. And then we'll talk a bit about where they're at today. What experiences have they had up to this point? And what has been great about those experiences, what hasn't worked with those experiences. And if they're in a current position where they're not really satisfied, we may look at into, is there any small tweaks we can do with where they're currently at to better fit who they are? And the the point of this, I would call tweaking exercise, is to get them into a position where they're at least okay with where they're at so they can move forward. And it, we may find out that maybe there's not anything we can do in their current position, but that's that's helpful information even at that point. And then from there, we'll look at what uh, what is your ideal job. We'll write down 
what would the task be? Who would they be working with? If the location is important, where would it be? Actually, is it is it a more of a home office setting or a corporate setting? And those types of things. So really write down their ideal job description. And then the last step would be actually define is the last step is to take massive action. So define the steps to really get to their ideal job position. I, I always tell the people I work with and the clients that come come on board is, you know, this is what it looks like today. And I've been through many seasons of my life as, as well. Ten years from now, it may look a little bit different, maybe even five years from now, especially with how fast things change. So this is where we're at today to get where you want to be. But five years down the road, it may look a little bit different. And we may go through the same exercises again to define the next step on the career journey. Well, I love that. So I'm talking with Karma Ballman, guys. And so, Karma, before we move on, can you just go through uh, – just listing off those six steps again? Absolutely. So real quickly, number one is discovering their values and defining who they are. Number two is defining where they are at today in their job position. And then number three, number three is, is there something we can tweak in your current position? Number four is write down your ideal job description. Five is, actually, I don't think I mentioned this previous. Five is define the gap where they are today and where they want to be and what can we do in that gap. And then six is take massive action. Uh, see, I love number five because that not that like yes. so important for helping you future, you know, you know, see yourself in the future if you stay in that same position as opposed to like saying you got that new job and you and basing it off of your your list now you're in the ideal situation and you have more happiness you know you are more fulfilled in your life so that's really cool exactly and i would say step five where you where where you're spending defining the gap and what steps you need to take to get where you want to be once i get clients into that gap that's where they get very excited and very energized because even though they may not be in a different position yet they know they're working towards that. And maybe in the gap, you're, you're picking up skills that you might need. Or maybe in the gap, you're having conversations with people that, that can help you get to where you need. So really defining what we need to do in that gap is very energizing for my clients. It's a very exciting moment in their lives as, as they move forward. Right. You're like ex- expanding their map. You know, they didn't exactly they picture it before. And then you come <laughs> along and help them see it, you know, the outside eyes. Exactly. And, and when you bring that up, like it, it reminds me of even a client that I worked with just recently. I came across him. He was in a corporate job and still is in the corporate job, actually. Um, but he really wasn't aware of even the opportunities that are out there or mm. what's available out there so often. And this is true in my own journey is, is especially when I came out of high school, going to college, the question is, so what are you going to study and I, or what are you going to do? And I had no idea because my world was so small and there's nothing wrong with the world being small. But oftentimes it's just making people aware of, of what's out there and what's the opportunities might be and, and there really are things that you can do that really fit who you are. And the world needs that as well. <laughs> so when you're doing that and um, 
and you're talking about the, the, the one of the clients you just had. Um, before we get into how you actually help them find these opportunities or be able to expand that map, if you will, how, you know, as a business person, um, someone who's doing, you know, really well and you're working with clients and, and, and being able to uh, expand your influence and, and serve so many people, how do you go about you know, establishing these connections to the point where you're able to have these um, clients that you can work with? That's a great question. And, you know, I, I still have that question for myself. How do I go out there and find the people that, that I can really help? I think it's, it's, an, it's a great question, an ongoing question. The way I have done it, I've, I, I guess I've used my different job positions and opportunities that have been in my career journey to make those connections. So I was a corporate trainer for a period of time. And a lot of people crossed my path during that time that that needed that kind of assistance or had those kinds of questions, you know, and even if you think about a training environment, they're already wanting to learn something either to advance their skills or to learn new skills. So the prime candidates of, of wanting to know more about how do I get on the career journey that works best for me? I think um, even finding podcasts like, like yours where there's, there's, your audience will be people that know there's something more than just going to a nine to five job. So, so you get on, get, get on these podcasts like this to share, to share what you're doing. Um, other ways, those are the couple of things that come to mind. I'm kind of trying to think back of my experiences that have crossed my path as well. I think being in the corporate world, um, getting involved in, I know that my recent in the recent contract position I had, where where this gentleman I've talked about, Chris, has crossed my path. Getting involved in like developing others, so maybe there's there's an organization. Actually, this could be within a corp within a corporation. It could also be even meetup groups in the local area that are big on on personal development or leadership development. People that are attracted to those types of meetups or those types of groups are people that want to do more. They want to give out more. So those are ways that that I have done in the past to to get people um, or to have people cross my path that might be interested in this type of service or help or coaching, whatever you might want to call it. Does that answer your question, Blake? That does. That is actually fascinating. So I wanted to ask you about what what it was like being a uh, corporate trainer. What what was your your yes. Um, uh, yes. task or job in that uh, yeah. role. So with that position, I was actually a contract trainer and most in the Denver area, but also in some other um, major cities in, in the United States where they would ask me to come on board. And my, folk, my, my background is technology and also creativity. So when you combine those two, um, it's, it's digital design, graphic design, web design. So I was a corporate training. I was a corporate trainer to help advance those skills. So how to use, for example, Photoshop or how to use the Adobe Creative Cloud, how to, how to create websites. So that was, and I would get people in from all kinds of, from, from major corporations to small companies would, would come to these trainings. Um, so that's how I got into that was, and I had a background, I had a background in training prior to that as well. 
Okay, awesome. And then what from that, you know, since that's also something that that I'm always looking to do um, mm. more of what what was your biggest takeaway from from that experience when you were like, oh, wow, this is, you know, you know, one time, two times, three times I've been up here doing these, you know, speeches in or these training programs and they're still mm-hmm. fulfilling me. What was always your takeaway as the trainer, whether or not um, the audience was receiving what you were teaching them? That's a great question. You could, you could tell it by, by, by watching their eyes and mm. their body and their body language. Mm-hmm. And you could tell it by the interaction one amongst the students and the interaction with you. If, if, if the students or the people attending the training were very quiet, that really bothered me because that told me I'm not getting to them. Either I'm not presenting it right, I'm not explaining it, I'm not, I'm not connecting with them. So I'd have to adjust what I was doing. Either I backed up a little bit and started over or I asked them outright. So what's, so what's working here? What's not working? Um, but I could really tell in their body language. And it, so these, I, these, I would do workshops and there were, two to five day workshops. So if they left at the end of the two or five days, whichever workshop it was, if they walked out that door excited about what they had learned and couldn't wait to get go back to work to apply what they learned, then I did my job. Mm. If if they left confused, then I did not do my job. And that didn't happen very often because I, I really enjoyed what I was doing and I it was a priority for me to get them excited about what they were learning. Plus, even the topics that I was doing, most people come into that wanting to know more. It's not like, oh, they have sending me to this training class to learn these rules and regulations. They were sending them to this training class so they could be more creative in their work. And usually individuals are very excited about that. So that was a plus already, even before they showed up in my workshop. That's awesome. So you're more more yes. interactive with with the uh, the audience. You know, some back and forth, allowing for questions throughout. Or how was your, how was your Absol- process? Absolutely, I loved questions throughout. I did not mm-hmm. want to get to the end of a couple hours or a half a day or a full day and realize, oh my gosh, they got stuck way back there. I needed interaction right away, and and usually. The people in your audience will respond to that. They'll have questions. You do have the quiet ones and you have the ones that are more outgoing. Um, but still, you, you can tell, especially if you're in a classroom setting, which these were, um, you can tell if, if you're connecting or not just by kind of watching them, even if they don't say anything. Exactly. So I love that. Now, I'm, I'm listening to you talk. And are, are you originally from... No, Denver area. I didn't think so. It sound, you like to me. I feel like you're from, uh, yeah. or more like uh, Canada. Oh, that's interesting. You know where I I grew up in a small. Actually, I grew up on a farm in Iowa. Iowa. In okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. that's funny. I've also I've also been um, not accused. What be the word? I've also been asked if I am from from the south. Okay. So I just tell people, you know, I, I'm from Southern Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm listening. I'm like, I, I hear the accent, but I know, I know it's not. It wasn't a Southern with the draw. So, okay, maybe a little yeah, bit more yeah. more Northern. But okay, very cool. Yeah, that's, Canada. That's yeah, That's awesome. So, so, yeah, we've been talking about, you know, just your career journey. And then you also gave us your, your six-step system um and also for helping others get unstuck at work now one of one of the the fascinations that always comes up for me when i'm you know working with clients is 
that they um, oftentimes don't even know uh, yes. what their values are or even how yes. to, you know, begin this process. Uh, can you walk yes. us through sure. um, an example of someone you've worked with where they just really, really didn't know or even have a clue what they wanted to do? Yes, it brings to mind, and that's and that's a very common question. Is I don't even know what my values are. I don't even know what my passions are. So, how where do we start? I take him through, and I we, I did a workshop with a couple of other individuals. Oh, it's been a couple of years now, where we had a group of twenty to twenty five people in the workshop and there was a gentleman in there who was very, very dissatisfied about his current position. He was working at a local, um, like a local electrical place. I think he was in the office doing some office work and he, he was just very, very unhappy where he was at. And he was one of those individuals. He had no idea what he really wanted to do. So we took him through an exercise and I do this with my clients even to this day. I take them, you know, you can go out there, you can look at the, there's always a list of values you can check off what's important to you. But even that's very, very difficult. It may, I do have my clients do that if that's of help to them because it at least gets them thinking about values. But what I found even a more productive exercise with better results is I have them, whatever age they're at, I have their I have them divide their age by three. Hmm. So now we have these three age groups. And what's important about this and what I like about this exercise is it brings up their childhood days. You know, too often when we grow into adulthood, life becomes more structured and it needs to be to a degree. Becomes more structured, we get more responsibility and we kind of forget who we were back as young children. So that's why I like one of the reasons why I like this exercise. So now we have these three age groups. So let's say somebody's 30. So we have have an age group of 0 to 10, 10 to 20, and 20 to 30. Then I have them think about, so when you were from 0 to 10, and and sometimes it can be a little difficult, but have them think about what what were accomplishments for you in that age group? What did you feel good about that something that you did, not necessarily somebody telling you that you did, but you remember doing it and you felt good about it. So I have them write down those accomplishments in those three different age groups. And usually they'll come up with anywhere from three or more. I've had some people come up with like 10. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's good. But then I want to go a little bit deeper with them and ask them, why did that feel like an accomplishment or what's the reason why that is an accomplishment in your mind when they start doing that you're going to see patterns of the reasons of why these felt like accomplishments so for example if someone likes to help others they're going to see that come up over and over this feel like accomplishment because now this person could do this where they couldn't do it before because i helped them or i trained them Now, if I go back to this individual that I'm thinking of, when he was doing this exercise, when it came out that he really liked, when he liked helping others and, well, maybe even more important, serving others, Mm. but he also liked using his hands, maybe in building things or fixing things or creating things. And he also had an artistic nature to him. He liked drawing. So he's very creative. Um, And not right away, but eventually we were able to determine, well, you know, your your job really isn't a fit for you. There's really not a whole lot we can do in the current job to make it a fit. But he was okay with that because you're moving towards something else. And 
it happened with him. It also happens with, I've seen it with other clients as well. Even though we may not find their current right position for them, they now become much more of of aware of what works for them or what they need to look for. So because he was much more aware of what he needed to look for, there was another position that came up that was completely different from what he was doing. There was a local organization looking for somebody to take care of their property, to actually live on the property and take care of the property and do, do not only do maintenance and fixings, but also um, do outside landscape work, which is where his creativity came into play. Hmm. He got in, He got into that position and he absolutely flourished. He came back to me probably six months after that happened and said, you know, it was back at that training where we actually went through those steps. I realized who I was and what was important to me and how I was designed. And that helped me find a position that fit me much better as to who I am and what and what I'm here to do. So, yeah, that was that was a great I was very excited for him. And it has worked out so well in the long run. Now, I found that the. Dad, just hearing that is so cool and and must be very fulfilling because obviously you're you're still doing this work and so yeah. talk about that gentleman when when he comes in and and you know you know shares his his positive experience with you. Uh, what what about the flip side? You know how do you uh, manage or even uh, compartmentalize when someone comes to one of your events and they and then they leave away. Um, you know, um, yeah. not not feeling good. How do you how do you right. help them still be able to make progress even when they're not at the workshop anymore? Right. Yeah. So even uh, there's there's several ways that I work with individuals. One, of course, is through is through workshops. Um, I'm I'm developing an online course. Um, I'm also doing one on one coaching, and I'll, I'm also doing what I call um email coaching or video coaching, which is more like laser sharp focused coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so for individuals that come to the workshop and really didn't get out of the workshop to really move forward, um, I'll offer this one-on-one coaching option to work with them or an, some kind of variation of that coaching to work with them if they're interested. And to be honest, sometimes it's just not a fit. Mm-hmm. You know, we all work with certain types of individuals the best. And there's other individuals that cross our path that they just completely drain us. And, and I probably drain them as well if you want to go both ways. And if if I feel that, if I see that happening, we'll address that. And I can bring somebody else along or give them several several referrals. And, hey, maybe try this person to work with. Um, I kind of have a team of people people that I refer uh, my clients to depending mm-hmm. on what on what they need maybe they need help with their LinkedIn profile I'll refer them to, to somebody else on my team and those types of things um, yeah so my, my goal is that it, it, it works out working with them with either one-on-one coaching it might be that they just need more one-on-one focus that more than I can provide in a workshop. And oftentimes we can dig into that a bit more working one-on-one than what we could do in a workshop setting. And it kind of gets to where um, it becomes of, of more help to them. So those are different ways that I help those ty- kinds of individuals. Right, that makes sense. You're, you're not putting yourself in, in a position where you are um, not them to the best of your ability and you're very aware of the the type of clients you can serve best um right to help them move forward that that's really cool right right yep 
So you also mentioned that, you know, you're doing, you know, more online courses and, and coming up with other solutions to uh, serve people. What um, in doing that is 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 your workshops typically just local or do you go from um, city to city? What is yeah. your lifestyle like for that? Yeah, we've only done them local up to this point, and we're actually kind of um, f- phasing that out a bit so we can focus m- to a larger geographical area. And I and the first step of doing that is creating this on this online course. Um, we do have plans down the road. Maybe well, actually, that is one thing that's it's, it's in the planning where we haven't started it yet. But also to do, I'm, I'm calling it a mastermind group. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not your typical mastermind group. It's more of a a online training online webinar where I'm sharing ideas and thoughts about different uh, topics that help people get on their career path so it might be maybe we'll spend a month in this mastermind group talking about resumes and online presence and creating a LinkedIn profile maybe the next month we look at how do we find opportunities out there what are some resources that we all have access to to find out more opportunities um, it might be some people are designed to do side hustles on the in, in addition to their current full-time job. So how do we set up those side hustle opportunities or even find, find those side hustle opportunities? Um, so that's another way I can serve a, a, a greater geographical area and a greater audience is doing these mastermind groups as, as well. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm actually a, a part of one like that uh, on Facebook nice. currently, and it's called uh, A Thousand Shows. And so it's oh, by great. Mark K, and he's really, really good at being able to find experts who, you know, you know, they they got great presence online or or they really know how to, to deliver a great show to the audience. And he brings in all these different people, you know, a couple of times throughout the week. Where it's a, it's a group that you pay for once a month, a hundred bucks to, to continually get that, that access and, um, information to be able to collaborate not only with him, but also, um, the other people in the group. So I find those very, yeah. very valuable. That's fantastic. And I think part, some of that value is just having other people come on board that, that have those experiences, not only have those experiences, but also have the expertise. Um, what I like to do is is when I'm working with clients, especially in the workshop setting when I'm in a training training setting, is is to give them examples of people that have gone before. Mm-hmm. So in the, on, in the online world, I like to actually bring those people live um, so they can share their stories. I think that's incredibly powerful. You know, and, and I've done this too, and, and we probably all do it. You, sometimes we see these people out there that seem so success so successful, and and we don't think we can get there, right? And and yet, what what is what is there? We 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 have this kind of illusion. I think as they're at a certain place, but not really. They're we're all the same people. We're all in the same playing field. Um, yes, some have been at it longer and may have more followers, etc. But I'm I'm finding as I'm on this journey, you know, I want to get there, but it doesn't necessarily mean that's that they're. And I'm sure if I'm going to express in this right, they're better or, or I can't get there. It's they all started out. We all started out in the same playing field. So we can all get there if we have the persistence and and stay at it. <laughs> mm, yeah, that reminds me of, of what I heard the other day. And I was listening to uh, an audio program by um, Selena 
Selena, I think her name, last name is Sue or uh, Selena So, and she was speaking with the guest she had on. Um, and one of the things, and that's for this program called Impacting Millions. And what the guest mm-hmm. said that, that struck me, and I was like, wow, that's so true, is that she brought up, you know, nature. And, and, you know, before we hopped on here, you said you were looking outside and you saw that it, it's white out. You guys actually had some yeah. snow over in the Denver area. Over here today in Michigan, it was raining. But the part that was most fascinating to me about nature was that she said that regardless of what's going on in the world, nature is still doing its thing. You know, the grass for us is starting to grow a lot more. I don't, you don't ever see the grass out there complaining about not being on some other grass somewhere else or comparing itself about how fast it's growing or what Mm. color it is. It It just continues to show up every single day and do its job. And over time, you look outside and wow, the grass is, very very green or if it's snowing then you look out there a couple hours later when it was maybe just a little snow on the ground and now the ground is completely covered with snow it was all about just sticking the course which i know can be you know a lot um easier said than done but that that was the the point of it was that you know if you just think of it as nature and you just continually just show up that Five years, 10 years, 15 years, yeah. 20 years, you're in a completely different spot than you were when you began. And I, and I think that's true of all of us because of social media. We can see those people. Um, but what we don't know is that they've been doing that behind the scenes for maybe almost a decade or so. And just now exactly. the technology is there for them to be able to showcase where they're at now. Exactly. And they... And they all had the same feelings, the same questions, the same doubts that that we have in our current journey. Um, I, I work with a business coach, and she reminds me constantly because she works with people that make a lot more money than than I do. She says, "You know, where you're at is no different than where this person is that that may be making a lot more money. Um, it's just all on the same. We're all, all on the same journey. And that's even though I hear that, it's it's sometimes difficult for me to get, really get that into into me that mm-hmm. it's." That's that is the way it is. And the other th- the other thought that came to mind is you were sharing about nature, and I love that example. Another thing I encourage people that I work with, you know, sometimes we we get too focused, and work becomes way too big in our lives. Because living living is a lot more about than just work. It's fa- family and friends, and recreation and hobbies and all of those things. So what I encourage also for my clients is is to get out into nature, take mm-hmm. a walk, take a walk, take, take your spouse out to coffee, go hang out with some friends, go have a beer with, with an old friend that you haven't seen for a while, kind of step back. And I think what this does, and it is certainly, a, and the reason I have my client or encourage my clients to do this because it made a huge difference in my own life is when I take a step back and get out into nature or do a, do a hobby or go take pictures it's and actually brings to mind Blake I think I saw this that you go out in the early morning hours and are doing videos um yes getting out getting out when it's very very quiet and there's not all this activity going on it it centers it it centers you I I don't I can't explain why it does or how it does it just it just happens and then things come up that maybe they've buried for a long time so that's just another way of really getting to 
help others define who they are and what's inside of them and what do they have to offer. Uh, I love that you brought it up because I was I was actually going there next. So it's like we're on this cool. we're on this on this cool wave right now. But <laughs> nice. for you in your own life, and obviously you know it's not always business all the time. You're not doing workshops twenty four seven. What is how do you you know implement that? you know, that balance into your life? Are you more of a structured mm-hmm. schedule person? You know, take us take us through how you um, process the day as far as organizing and managing your time and energy. That's a great question. And, you know, I, it has changed depending on the seasons I'm mm-hmm. in. The most... The most recent, the the most recent kind of scheduling, if you will, and, and I'm not really a scheduled person, although I do like structure. I'm finding, I like getting most of the 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 what's the word, most of my work done in the early morning hours. Okay, and then and then have from like one or two o'clock on free. Whether I go work outside in the garden or I go have coffee with my husband or catch up with a friend or go on a hike or, you know, you mentioned I live in Denver, Colorado. This is a great place to be outside. So bicycling or skiing or snowboarding this this time of year for a little bit yet. Um, I like to reserve those after mid to late afternoons and evenings for those activities outside of work just to help balance. And I, I must admit, I haven't always been this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I can be very focused and very work driven. And I've had to work on this and realize, you know, there's so much more outside of work. Um, so that's, that's how I'm doing it currently is, is getting up. I'm, I'm an early bird as we discussed before we came on here. So I get up by five, five, between five and six. And, and actually, I'm usually I'm in my home office by six and get my work done then. Cause that's when I work best. That's when I get, I'm, I'm most productive. And then I know I'll have mid to late afternoon and evening to do all the other fun things of life. <laughs> yeah, I found that to be to be so much better, at least for me personally, because even, even before I can remember, because now I'm only, you know, 26, but when I, when I started, um, you know, my show back in 2015, 2016, it was something... And I guess like you mentioned, it, it was that season and I was so yes. hungry to to learn so much that yes. it was really all that I did at the time. Just mm-hmm. just for me to get, you know, you know, a thousand repetitions and I wanted to get all that stuff done. But now as I've progressed, you know, now I'm, I'm in a different season where I have a better understanding of what I'm doing, you know, making more money from from what I'm nice. doing and I'm able to uh plan my day more accordingly so for me it's I'm up 357 or that's cool. it, it's, it's it's my goal when I can to go to bed by 8 p.m. that way I can get up yes. um and get those eight hours of sleep for 357 and then I do my first thing first like you said you know I wash up and I I like to break my my first couple morning tasks into 15 minute increments that way I just get that hmm. snowball rolling so 4 to 415 washing up 4.15 to 4.30, I write my news, my daily newsletter. Nice. Uh, you know, 4.30 to 4.45, I'm posting my, my daily B-Fly video onto Instagram and then onto Facebook. 4.45 to 5, I'm heading to the gym. And then it just keeps on going. And I feel what, like as soon as I pick up that momentum, like there's nothing that is stopping me because when I was growing up or even a couple of years ago, the, the biggest thing that would always hinder me was overthinking, overanalyzing yeah. and, and, and just failing to write the script of my day, which causes a lot of, um, 
uh, I guess, stupid time or or time sucking periods where you just mm-hmm. don't have an idea um, of what your next plan of attack is. Yeah, and I found and I love how you shared your fifteen minute increments. I think I might have to work that into my routine a little bit more too, because I find sometimes. In my early morning hours, if I'm writing an article, if I'm doing a video, I get so wrapped up in the into that yes. that that I for that time just flies by, and I miss I miss my workout, or I miss having breakfast with my husband, or or something. And so I like if I do the 15 minute increments, it forces me to to kind of reevaluate every 15 minutes. Say, oh, I want to go do my workout now, or I want to go for a jog now, and then I'll come back and do this. Other. And it's it's amazing when I have done this. It's amazing. When you pull away from it for a bit, even though you think, "Oh, I'm going to lose my traction," mm-hmm. you come you come back to it, and and you're and when you're out there working out or whatever it is that you might have done, other ideas come that add to what you were working on. So I, I really like that 15 minute increment idea. Yeah, it's, a, it's like it's, I forget who said it, but we we extend how long we're working on something for the time we allow it. So I can even remember <laughs> just being in college. Obviously, you. You get an assignment at the beginning of the semester, and then most times you'll probably wait until it's about two, three weeks before it's due to actually <laughs> work on it. But you get it done. But exactly. But yeah. Imagine if we started implementing more of those deadlines around like our creative processes and and what we want to get done. So and that's been great for me because at first I would really 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 struggle with writing and then also being able mm-hmm. to to talk on the fly for my videos, but the more and more I've done them and stopped concerning myself, I, I mean there's there's times when I want to make sure that something I'm saying is going to connect with others, but right. but more often than not, I do it for me to get it done because I know that even if it's imperfect now, that the more yes. and more I do it, it'll get better. Yes, and and how true is that perfection is is paral- can be paralysis sometimes. And I and I struggle with the same thing. I want it to be just right yet if I'm not getting out there, I'm not helping anybody. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and get it, do, do the best you can, get it out there. And then as you do it repetitively, it's going to get better and better as well. The other thing you mentioned, Blake, that I want to go kind of go back to, because I think it's, it's so important. And, and I, I'd mentioned it earlier as well is the different seasons of life. Mm. And, and there are times where you are going to work mega hours just because you're in the season. As long as it's a season, that's very okay. Because seasons come and go. If it becomes more than a season, which means it goes on indefinitely, then then maybe we need to step back and reevaluate. But there's seasons of life where even our values might change when I'm in a different season. Obviously, my values when I was in my early 20s are much different now than I'm in in my late 40s. Um, so this so this your seasons change as you go throughout life. Um, and that's that's been a great reminder for me as I've gone on my career journey is is there are seasons of life. Things seasons come and seasons go. Mm. What are your seasons now? Oh, my seasons now is my husband is eleven years older than I am. Okay. And so he's he's close to retiring or wanting to retire. And it has forced me to kind of look ahead a bit and decide, hmm, what do we want to do? You know, we're, and actually, I've only been married for three and a half years. Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. And 
we want to have this time together, but we none of us have forever. So how, am I, how are we going to make the most of this time? So actually, our latest adventures is going to be we're, we're working towards moving – probably moving abroad down into either Central or South America and just doing some traveling together. With the work that I'm doing, that's why I'm transitioning out most of this to online. I'll continue the work I'm doing, but doing it doing it online so we can allow for this next season of life, which is going to be spending time together and doing some traveling, which is another reason why I do things in the morning hours. Right. <laughs> um, so we have the rest of the day to do to do the adventures. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So you're you're really gearing up towards your your future lifestyle of uh, right. adventure, and so isn't it so lovely that the internet is here to help, to help with all these uh, these future plans? Yeah, and and I found even when I'm working with clients to to help them realize, you know, there's you can do the things you love to do and still do work and pay the bills. Mm-hmm. We just kind of have to rearrange and kind of relook at things that I did from a different perspective. It's, it's amazing what the opportunities are that, that are out there. It doesn't mean everything's, everything's great all the time. Um, but there are a lot of, lots of ways to make money and pay the bills that will also work with various different types of lifestyles. So true. Now I wanted to ask this, um, for you being so involved and being a corporate trainer, teaching others, and uh, you know even being on podcasts and and, and, and serving others, uh, you seem to be uh, extroverted. Is is that true for you? <laughs> That's no that that is not true actually, Blake. Which is which is surprising. But you know when we're in when we're in when we're doing what we're designed to do, I think. We probably tend to show more extroverted qualities. I know when I'm a, when I just recently when I was doing some training, one of the students said, "You must be a fun person when when <laughs> you go party," and it shocked me because I'm the quiet person when when there's lots of people around and I'm not training. Um, so yeah, surprisingly enough, I'm more of an introvert. I love I love my quiet time. I I like being around people. I'm much more comfortable around people when I'm training. Um, but I, I, I get tired when I'm around people for too long. I need, I need quiet time. I, I'm the same way. Oh, interesting. Because <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that, Blake. I would have guessed you were more extroverted too. Isn't that something, though? Right. Yeah. When, yeah, when we're doing stuff we love to do, I think, I think, it's obvious. Um, we're more ourselves, and we're very relaxed, and we're, and we're probably more outgoing. But yeah, that's interesting and fascinating. Yeah, that, that's really cool. Now, we're, we're wrapping up here. And again, guys, I've been talking with Karma Ballman. We've had a, a great conversation about getting unstuck at work. Also, her career journey. And she also walked us through her uh, six steps for helping employees find more happiness in their current job. And just to run down those, one was discovering your values. You know, who are you? Two is defining where you are now. Three, um, is there something that you can tweak in your current job? Four, what would be that that ideal description uh, of your future job that you could see yourself doing? Five, defining that gap, which is so crucial to help you realize, you know, um, 
what's lacking in your current position and, and what it is that you would truly enjoy being involved in in future work. And then also six, taking that massive action. So those were great, incredible nice. um, advice there and just, just thoughts from Karma on what we all can do, whether you're, you know, working at a corporation or maybe you're even thinking about doing some, you know, being an entrepreneur or doing something on the side. They, they These steps very easily um, apply to both situations depending on um, where you are and what you want to do. So I exactly. love that you um, shared those karma. Are there um, any other thoughts that you wanted to share with us today as well? I, I Just to reiterate what you just said is, you know, there's so many different kinds of opportunities out there. And these these six steps cross the board, whether you're more of a corporate kind of person, the structure, what the corporate environment offers you, the great benefits, et cetera, and the great opportunities, or you're more of an entrepreneurial type individual where you kind of like having control over it all and, and figuring out as you go along, that kind of thing. These, these six steps across the board um, will work for the different types of individuals and different types of careers. So true. And just as an action step, you know, um, what what can people do to, kind of, you know, sort of guide themselves on this on this path of getting unstuck? Is it just, you know, simply going through the, the steps you provided today? That that's the start. But I think even I mean, even I don't know if it's more important than that, but just really start pondering, who am I? Mm. And what's important to me? Ask ask your close friends or your spouse or or others around you. What's what's important to me? How how do you see me? And get some feedback on on your strengths, on your your values will pop up in there, and what you like doing. Um, if, if you're in the corporate world, I'm sure you've gotten feedback on on your work and what you do well and what you need to work on in in their world. Um, so just pay attention. Pay attention to also even even watching a movie. <laughs> what what stirs you inside when you watch a movie, and what what gets to you? What makes you really really angry, or what makes you cry? So pay attention to how you respond to things. So what's going to come to the surface is what's important to you, and what you value, and it's going to be it's going to help define who you are. Speaking of movies and, and TV shows, uh, <laughs> I, I have a feeling that you probably watch it the same way I do, and 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 that's I'll I'll pause it often to to reflect on the different things that people say, and I yeah. even, I look at I write down the quotes, you know how people's body <laughs> languages are, and I just I don't know, I just I, it's it's to me it's like a class, you know the the people who spend yes. time making these shows and movies spend yes. years and years of preparation putting them together. So it, to me that's like another form of I you know edutainment, even though a lot of times yes. people would just watch it passively, but I really really enjoy digging into shows and 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 finding other meanings or how I can apply it to fulfilling oh, life's yearnings. I love that. And I, I love the the idea that it's a class. Um and some movies will tend tend themselves more towards that than than others. Mm-hmm. But I do the, I and, and you're right, I do this especially quotes. I'll write down quotes from movies that just seem to zing and just resonate so deeply inside of me. 
That's awesome. Yeah. So before we get yeah. out of here, Karma, uh, where can we, you know, stay up to date with you and and all of your progress and and, and fun uh, fun projects that you have going on? Sure. I think the best way to t- to stay up to date is go to a website called getonstuckatwork.com. And there you, it'll, it'll be a simple download. It's a free report. But once you do that, there'll be emails that come out that will that will continue to help guide you on your journey and just give you different ideas. So that's the best way right now. I'm still putting together the course. Uh, should be available shortly. But if you get on that get that free report, you'll be at least in touch and I will let you know when the course is available as well. Awesome. So that was getunstuckatwork.com? Exactly. Yes. Perfect. And then one thing that I always love to ask my guest, Karma, when they come on is what is their definition of fulfilling life's yearnings? Mm, That's so fantastic. My definition of fulfilling life's yearnings is being who you're designed to be. If you live life as if you live out your design, you're going to fulfill the deepest yearnings inside of you. I think each of us has something unique to offer to those around us. And if we live that out, we're going to fulfill life's yearnings. And that's, that's my hope for every individual is that they're able to feel, fulfill life's yearnings. Bam. I love that definition. <laughs> Thank you so much, Karma. Again, man, it's been, it's, it's been fun. And, and I say this often to people, but it's because it's so true is that yes. uh, we've been talking here for about 50 minutes and, and just the way we're flowing. I mean, it doesn't feel like that at all. And I could stay no. here talking all day just because, yeah. like you said, we're, we're, we're doing what we're designed to be. We're serving, you know, we're talking about what we love and there's, to me, there's nothing more fun or fulfilling than that, that just really, like, once I get out of here, you know, this was like drinking an energy drink. You know, I got, I'm, I'm riding on that, on that, on that high level of endorphin release and just ready to go on to, um, the next task. That's awesome. And I do want to acknowledge you, Blake, for what you're doing. I love what you're doing. And and what you're doing is so needed out there. So just just an encouragement and, and honor you for what you're doing. Um, that's it, it was encouraging to me to come across your podcast, to listen to your podcast. It's, it's energizing to me. It's like you said, it's like an energizer drink when I when I see what you're doing and I'm going to listen to your podcast. So thank you for what you're doing. Wow, that is so awesome. Thank you so much for, for saying that. It really means a lot to me because, you know, I, my, my thing is I just want people be, to be able to find source of, of inspiration and, and, and having someone that they can look at and say, Oh, Blake's doing that. And he's sharing his story, this and that. Then, wow, what can nice. I do? Good. You know, what, yep. what, what else? Can I find that fulfills me or, or live my fly life or to yes. you know, break out of our chains, get rid of that? Yes. I call the, the merry-go-round express and just, and just dominate our days and, 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 mm. and, and be able to, you know, live with no regrets. So yeah, thank you for, awesome. for saying that. And, and guys, again, I'm Blake Sule. Uh, we've been on here today with Karma Ballman and guys, go ahead and check out, go over to her website. I'll make sure that link is in. In the description, it's getunstuckatwork.com. And guys, also go go on over to my website, fulfillinglastyearnings.com. Um, that's where the episode will be. And there will also be some links in there for you as well to not only check out what Karma is doing, but also to 
um, get my book, Fulfilling Life's Yearnings and the 14 Fly Traits That Will Guide You. Now, it's different than the, the steps that Karma was sharing today, but it's also a great thing to have in addition to you being able to ponder where it is that you're going in your life and and what's the next season um, that you want to start moving towards. So as always, guys, I love you all. Go out there and be fly. Awesome. Thank you, Blake.